fucking building. Is your girl? Is your girl V Henny man? Yo, I'm not. I'm. I'm. Yo, let me tell you something. You know, other like I'm always saying I'm super excited, right, with my guests that I have. But this time, right, it's like I got the pro in the building. It's like it's it's like it's like a fucking reunion. It is. It is. It has been too fucking long. Uh, we got your boy November. He's in the building, man. Talented artist uh, from the BX. Know that. You know, you already know NY, but he, you know, he's, you left us, so now you in ATL. Yeah, I had to slide. I had to slide, man. Uh, a couple years ago, some some things took place where I grew up from that wasn't too pleasant that kind of put me in a position to either do something I probably couldn't come back from or get out of here. Gotcha. I mean, I've been in that situation kind of, well, I don't know your situation, but we all been in that You all been in that situation when you got to just either stay or retaliate, and retaliating would keep you in that state state without you even wanting to be there. So oh, my God. I had to make a decision, and I tried to produce. It was the best thing I could have done in my life, i tell you that. The last time I saw you, um, I believe it was APC. It was APC. Last year. Atlanta. Yep, you pulled up to it. Last year. Not this year. I didn't get to see I think, well, actually 2018. 2018. 
out of ATL? Like, do you feel like you're comfortable? Like, do you think you're ready to come back to New York and be like, because you know it's a different hustle out here. Good question. Keep it real with you. Um, New York gave me some tools that you can't find in no other state. You yeah. can't find nowhere else. You know what I'm saying? And taking those ideals and tools, those uh, mechanisms back to ATL and South, got me as far as I did down there. Mm-hmm. But I feel like along the way, I kind of lost a bit of that edge. You know and I kind of felt like I got not comfortable or complacent, but I got too nice. Mm-hmm. I got too humble. I got too okay with being not okay. You know what I'm saying? Oh, gotcha. Yeah, I got too okay with being kind of how you Yeah, or yeah. Or sorry about it, I'm going to get back tomorrow. Instead of saying, fuck, what am going to do right now? Yeah. All right, let me get to this now. You know what I'm saying? That, that New York got, I got to the South and it's slower, way slower. Absolutely, yeah. So it gave me time to kind of pick up speed because we used to move so fast, so I was able to adjust down to the ease. But over time, I kind of got used to how they do things instead of how I do things in their, in their place. Mm-hmm. So I kind of think that I'm either a move might be necessary or I just may have to find some new motivation. Just go harder. I mean, I think, I think overall, like, I think. I get what you're saying, right? Because uh, one, two, twice in my life, when I was younger, I mm-hmm. moved to Florida. Mm-hmm. And at, thank God I was super young. Right. So, but yeah, I was still always so fast paced. Uh-huh. So the first time, it was like middle school, second time, I was actually right off of, um, you know, like, I'm going to say 17, 18. Okay. So... My mentality, when I was 18, 18, I was, that's when I was just like, I'm already, I, at that time, let, let me tell you, people, I think some people know my story is where I dropped out of high school, mm-hmm. I got my GED four months after that. It's sad. Uh, you understand? It's sad. Uh, like, I got my GED, I went to IAR, uh, you know, for student, um, audio engineering, okay. you know, so I started work. I was already 17 working in the motherfucking Chrysler building. You understand? I had a nine to five. You understand? Like the patterns? Your level of echelon was up there. Yeah. Yeah. So going to Florida at 18, turning 18 or so, uh, that shit was super slow. Fucked up your momentum. What? I shit fucked up my momentum like crazy. And I was just like, so like like where I'm at now, I'm just like, I get what you're saying where you, because it's so slow paced, I I understand where it's like, you're like, I'll get back to it. It's not that serious. It's not going nowhere. Yeah, yeah, which over here is more awesome. Like, no, bitch. <laughs> nah, there's no but tomorrow. There's no yeah. five minutes. Five minutes, there's something different. Nah, you know what I'm saying? And that's what I need to get back What to. I do like about out there, um, I will say this. I enjoyed when, every time I go to ATL, I love fucking ATL. <laughs> yeah. I love ATL. Um, I love their mannerism. Yeah, humble. Very humble. Hospitality is crazy. Right? Yes, it is. And I love the fact that every artist that I've come across, like, hey, what's up? How you doing? You know, I'm so and so. Take out your phone. This is my IG. That's about. You know how many times I see them? Like, crazy. And I'm like, oh, now over here, you have your artist where you're dope, right? Mm-hmm. And then, you know, they won't even tell you, though. They, I feel like us out here, us New Yorkers or northern, like, tri-state area is, is our ego. Our ego is our downfall. It is. I agree 100%. Yeah. 
we don't give flowers while people can still smell them. We don't want to give props because we feel like it'll take away from ours. We don't want to acknowledge somebody else's talent because it'll make us seem less talented. Like, we just have this, it's either me or nobody else mentality. Yeah, yeah. Crab in a barrel, pull each other down, but we all in it who look like we're trying to get to the same place out of people. Do you, you know what I'm saying? Were you, not that I know of, I don't know you to be that type of artist. Oh, not at all. Not at all. Like, yeah, you have you always show support? Oh, for your real talk, um, I'm going to keep it real all the way real. It's not that I always did or didn't show support, and I always showed love. I was never the best on social media. Like okay. I was never the best social media guy. I wasn't. I'm not a social media guru. You know okay. what I'm saying? That's not my specialty. That's not my strength. I'm an artist. Okay. My strength is music, words, lyrics, bars, content, okay. emotions, feelings, and etc. That comes with that. So I've never been like really good at helping people promote themselves. But if I see something I like from my peers, friends, people in my field, hey, yo, check this out. Oh, fuck with my homeboy. I rock with my homeboy. She's dope. I will always give a shout out to credit where credit is due. That never takes away from mine. I never feel that the, the the idea that somebody else will excel will keep me behind. Okay. That, that never been my mentality. I see people excel, and I'm like, shit, I could do it too. Mm-hmm. Not that, oh, damn, he took my spot. If that's how you feel, then you ain't got no place here anyway. Okay, um, but... Going to, like, hearing you say that that's your weak. So, for me, I'm taking it that your weakness is with your marketing, in a sense. Pretty much, not and a showing show. up. Yeah. You know, and, yeah. and you show, showing up, you're done, you, 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 you're, you don't have that crab in a barrel mentality, not which I think is dope, you know. Um, and I think that was my, I guess my next, my next thing with that would be, because I'm like, yo, I feel like, how did you manage during the pandemic? Because, and the reason why I'm asking this is because listening to you, what you're saying, right? right? And even going off air, like how certain things you wanted to work on within yourself, right? Right. Uh, I, digital fucking, everything digital, everything is digital now. Everything. Everything. <laughs> it's fucking crazy. Everything. So how were you able to adapt and adjust? I mean, I know Atlanta was a little slightly different compared to us mm-hmm. out here in New York. Right. But were you able to adapt to the whole quarantine um, as far as like Instagram, <laughs> social media, I did well. IG performances. I did pretty well. Did actually, you? actually, keep it real with you, the quarantine was kind of one of the, not say the best things, but a lot of people lost lives, so I shout out to everybody who lost somebody and I hope y'all and that loved ones go okay. Yes. Times, um, but the quarantine even the plane. Okay. Let me say that. It's okay. even the plane. It okay. kind of gave everybody the same strength and weaknesses. You can't go nowhere. Mm-hmm. You can't perform. So you have to use just social media. So okay. that means talent really got to shine during this time. If you was good, some people's going to notice. Because the content you put out on a consistent three to four month basis will show, oh, this person is really good. We just be too busy looking at everything else. We're moving to really notice it. Mm-hmm. Oh, this person really dope. And I kind of took advantage of that. Okay. I kind of was dropping every week for like two months straight. Every Friday for two months, I dropped a new freestyle. Okay. It was called Quarantine Flows Freestyle Friday. Yeah. Every that. Fr- remember that every yeah. Friday was a new freestyle. So every week I was in my pad, I was in my bag writing something new, and it kind of helped me again sharpen my blade, get back to realizing that the essence of hip hop is not Instagram, social media, 
Facebook or even digital marketing, but the craft. That stuff just helps your craft get out there more. Mm-hmm. That's always the plan, the goal. At the end of the day, I don't care if you get out there, what are you giving them once you get out there? What is the concept? What are you saying? What messages are you relaying that people can take with them and hold on to? You know what I'm saying? So quarantine just let me get my bag. I did really good. I didn't have a problem. Um, I wrote over probably 15 new songs in that whole time period. Nice. Um, I got to run down in the studio for 12 hour blocks at a time. I'm in there for 12 hour trip from 12 in the afternoon to 12 in the morning, knocking songs out. It's like mm-hmm. getting to work. Scripts being written. I'm in an audio book. I'm part of an audio book. I like this. things that I couldn't get to before started to come real easy during the quarantine. So I kind of took advantage of it. It just went up. So during this time, they affected you positive, positive. Look at the both, but I try to look at the positives more than the negatives. I mean, as you should, right? Yeah, as life should. Yeah. But it's hard, easy said than done. Easier said than done. Yeah. Easier yeah. said than done. It's not, it's not easy. Yeah, you ain't shit, bro. Like. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We got a little insiders, y'all. Y'all. Yo, y'all let me ask you a question because I'm gonna keep it a buck. You What's have up? me a little bothered. Since we have we here, mm-hmm. you have me a little bothered. Hello, honesty. What's up? Okay. Okay. Well, how about you, A3C? 2019. Oh, 2018. No, 19. 19. 19? Yes. You don't remember? I went out there. Oh. You were supposed to perform. Let me tell you more. You never asked my text. <laughs> You left me, yo. Yo, why you she bring up old shit? No. I don't this. Oh. I'm a motherfucking elephant, bro. <laughs> I think that's a peanuts. <laughs> yo, I know you remember this. Yeah. Fuck. All right, all right, all right. I was like, I was mean. All right, all right. I'm going to keep it going to keep 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 going to I was in a relationship. I was going through some shit. And that night just kind of turned out to be a really bad night. Gotcha. Really, okay. really bad night. And what's fucked up about it is that um, I, I pride myself on being professional. So I felt like shit the next day that I sent you a message. You ain't know my shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. yes. I'm like, yo, yo. And he go, they know my text, but I respect it. I understand. It's all good. Mike came out, but we're going to keep it going. But it's, oh, it, was, it was cool, though. I'm like, you know what? All right, I, I mean, I didn't take it to... Now, you didn't take it first, but I understood. You feel what I'm saying? I was right. like, I'm just going to confront you regardless of what. Because I mean, wanted to be there. But what's fucked up is that sometimes your life will just... Life happens. Life will and hit you at unexpected moments. But what I learned from that is you still... The show must go on. The show must go on. And that was a big lesson for me, though. And since then, I haven't missed the show, no matter how I feel. Jordan, cold, headache, sick, sneezing, flu type shit. Listen, if, Jordan, if Jordan performed while having the flu, I have no excuses. I have no excuses. You understand? What's I mean, that? at the end of the day, I know shit happens. Uh, you know, um, I will say you did miss a good show. That shit was packed out. That shit was packed out. Don't make me feel worse than I do. No, 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 it is now. what it is. I mean, it happened. You understand? It's the whole crowd. I could have tapped into. So I'm like, uh. <laughs> but I was just like, I was, I was, I told myself, like, when I see him, call him out whether it's here or Whatever. not. And yo, and then like, like, like literally right now saying, I'm like, wait a minute. You said nothing before we started filming. Yo, nothing I at forgot, all. Yo, I forgot, y'all. I totally forgot. We was, we was having casual conversation. What the fuck sparked your memory? Like, like the ATL shit. I was like, wait, 8-3-C. No, 2018, I know he was there. 2019, what happened? 
not everybody's gonna like it. Not everybody's gonna be satisfied. You can't satisfy everyone, but what you can do is put out your best content, put your best foot forward, give it everything you got, and I guarantee you, out of seven point something billion, somebody's gonna like it. How can you differentiate when somebody's giving that constructive criticism opposed to someone just giving their opinion? Opinion or hate, whatever it is. Um. For the most part, uh, you could tell from the delivery. The delivery? The delivery. Mm. I mean, when people care about you enough, they'll be honest with you. Yes. Those who tiptoe around shit, they want to say this shit's whack, but they worry about your feelings and emotions. So, you got to really learn how to like read between who's who. Okay. And that comes before they even open their mouth about your music. Okay. Find out they in your if it's coming from people that don't ever comment on your shit, share, support your shit at all, but got something to say and it's not positive, or they just a hater. They just looking for shit to say bad about you. Yes, but yes, if somebody yes. who follows you that you constantly see like, maybe comment on something like that, or you just constantly see support your shit, they ain't got to like comment, but they just, you see them all the time on your stuff. Mm-hmm. So you know they support you. And they may say, hey, I like this, but I think you could do this better, or you could change this. That's that constructive criticism because they would tell you what they liked about it and what could use work. It's not just, yo, that shit was trash, my nigga. I ain't like the whole chorus, da 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 da. That shit was trash, bro. Like, like, yeah, because I'm the type that I have, like, like I have your handful of artists, right? And some would go follow me and they'll be like, yo, what is this? And I've done the whole, nah, that shit ain't for me. Yeah, I was like, you know, maybe for others, but for me, it ain't. They ain't hitting for me. I said. Yeah, I mean, but like you said, like, I come from a good place where I, 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 what I try to see is, I look at it where it is, I feel like it is deliberate. I'm learning deliberate because yeah. I am harsh. So I don't know if you like what I would say at times. I'm good. Like, I, like, I'm first of all from the Bronx. We got some of the most harshest tongues out of the five boroughs. I don't give a fuck. We don't give a fuck. And especially the women. Oh, oh, oh. They <laughs> Oh my God! The women in the Bronx—they'll reach you. They give you a tongue lashing like you've never had in your life. We are fucking ladies, right? Like we are fucking delightful. What are you talking about? Black men don't cheat. Are you fucking black men don't cheat? But as your as your Bronx native, as a Bronx native, I would just say I'm just leaving it like this. Suck my dick. <laughs> See what I'm saying? And we're coming back and we're playing some music you right see now. See what I'm saying? We don't give a fuck, woman. Shout out to the artistry, man. Yeah, I already know. We're going to come back and play some music. We got some more November in the building. All right, let's do this. The, 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 the artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry NY. To give it a buck, I think they all actually, um, they all they all um, supported each other. I think again that's why. But why they made it to be let's be let's keep it a bug. Like I told you, um, we're back in the building. <laughs> yeah, I heard another buzz, man. Um, we're here talking about like Pop Smokes, um, Lil TJ. I would just say Fabio. You know, like if you look at them, I think to be honest though, you remember like also they have budgets. I feel like a lot of, I'm not going to say indie, because there's a difference between indie and underground, right? So I feel like a lot of underground artists don't 
create a budget for themselves and they feel like I recorded, like I mentioned, I'm like, I recorded, uh, I'm dropping music, you know, I got the digital kit, um, you know, it's all platform as far as like, um, let's just say whatever, I had title, right. all that stuff, right? right? But then they fail to realize that that's only 10% within your career. You know, if you don't create a budget, then you're going to, you're not going to, you're not going anywhere, to be honest. That's why I feel like with them, they were so successful is because they had a team. Yeah, yeah. the whole team was willing to put up money. But keeping it all the way around with you, the niggas saw between the ages of like maybe 16 to 19 tops. None of them niggas wasn't working. All the niggas had get rich quick schemes and come ups, and they were willing to take them chances, and it worked for them. Mm-hmm. Keep it real with you, not, not everybody's willing to take them chances. Like, keep it real with you, because if you take them chances and get caught up, then what you're fighting for is gone. I feel like people gone. are willing to take chances on you if you believe. It's all in if your, you believe, you believe in yourself. It's all in your attitude, all in, all in your characteristics. Also, um, all in your, uh, the way you present and you carry yourself. And let's keep it above. If you have a shitty, a shitty like reputation, one person ain't gonna work with you. And, and, and one thing I stated last show, it was very, it was very, it was emphasized in my last panel when I had, I had motherfuckers from the labels and they, they stated this, literally, they stated we did not work with certain people because word of mouth is big in this industry, people, like, people don't realize it, like, there's, uh, people talk, word of mouth is big, so if you have a bad reputation, they, like, hearing them saying, like, there was people that we wanted to work with, but because of them fucking up, fucking over so and so, got the reputation that was carried behind them. It was a shutdown. I didn't. We didn't work with them. We didn't. We don't even want to be around you. You understand? Sure, so it's yeah. like for for people to want to work with you, it's just you. It's your character, your respect, the levels that you carry yourself. You know, um, I, I I think that's. That's how I look at it. I may be wrong because we also know that in this industry is mad fucking grimy. Yeah. It's grimy, but... Yeah. Do you think it's a New York thing that can be grimy or you think it's just like... I mean, I, I, don't, I don't... Nah, I'm in Atlanta and I see the griminess shit go down. Okay. It's everywhere. Everywhere? It's anywhere that a dollar can be made that niggas is grimy. Okay. Anywhere that there's a potential possibility to make some money or they going all in. They don't care who they got to fuck over. They don't care who they screwing over. They don't care who they taking it from. Who kid ain't eating the night. They don't care about none of that. The only thing they see is the dollar. And that's what's sad because in my early start in this career, in New York, my money was stolen from a dude. Should put his name out there, but repetitions and everything. And if I'm that kind of guy, then that would make there the burning bridge before I even get to it. Mm-hmm. Reputation like you was talking about. People don't even like me that talk too much about certain things. Even if you got a right to you just have to be careful how you move. Yeah, and I don't think a lot of like, people like you said realize that. The reputation uh get through the door before you will. People will do things for you, maybe not because you're so good at music, but because they like you. Like, you know this person he's a cool dude. I like him, he always lets me come around, he's humble, never heard nothing bad about him. Let me give him a shot. Yeah, yeah. And they'll extend that olive branch off GP. Or GP just because of like you say, your rep, he speaks. But 
that shit goes, that dirt goes down everywhere, man. In Atlanta, I've seen people get scammed, scheme. In New York, I've been scammed, the scheme. Like, it's everywhere you go that money is involved. Anywhere that there's an opportunity for a dollar, somebody's going to take that opportunity. And you just got to know how to look out for these signs and be right. I was one of the ones where I was fast enough. Okay. So, cut over me maybe once, maybe twice, but you won't get me third, fourth, or fifth, sixth time. That's okay. not going to happen after the first or second time. You're done. And Are you picky well when working up with people? Very. Like, real talk, keep real with you. I just got my first feature on any one of my songs in the last six years ever, last week. Ready? Yes, my first feature on my song. I've been on dozens of other artists' songs. Like, they want me on their songs. So, what made you go about having your first feature? I know I got to open up on the network. I got to open up. I got to. And keep it real with you, I was coming in on the premise where I know for a fact a lot of artists are fucking not over trying just oh whack and rap, but my passion. My dedication to this game, to this business, to this music, without a, without a dollar being invested or given, I would still rap. Mm, okay. And I don't think too many others would. So off that alone, I know I'm going harder than you off GP because I love this shit where I love it. I know I'm going hard. Oh, that shit. Shadow of a doubt, without anybody co-signing it, without anybody telling me, I love this game. I love mm-hmm. music. And I'm going to always give it a hundred and a million percent every time. So I didn't always let people in with my song because I'm like, you're not giving what I'm getting. Not tell. People would ask, yo, let me get on that song. Mm-hmm. No. I'm good. Yeah, yeah, I'm yeah. Good. My whole first project, only me. I had one feature, she's a female singing on the chorus. Okay. Other than that, it was just me. So now, dive into you right now. Let's go. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. So, your EP coming soon. EP coming soon. How many tracks are you looking Five songs. Five songs. Five songs. So, and you have one feature. That song may not even be on a project. Why? Because this project that I'm putting out is real. It's monumental. It's defining. It's, it's the turn of my era. It's the beginning of my new reign. You feel what I'm saying? Like I came in very humble, very docile, very modest, very calm and cool dude. Because I knew that being a good guy in the beginning would give me a lot of places being an asshole with being mm-hmm. arrogant with So it worked for a minute. But in the music, I wasn't getting the response that I deserved. Okay. I wasn't getting the response that I needed. I wasn't getting the attention that my music and my craft should have gotten based on the work that I put into it. It wasn't like I was writing songs and just throwing them out. I don't make songs just about money, clothes, women, and cars. I rap about real life shit. Shit that I've been through. My life, my struggle, how I overcame, how I won, how I beat the odds, and how you can do it too. My music is for everyone. From the strippers down to the janitors. Anybody can listen to my songs and get the same feel. Feel me? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I know because I'm bringing it. So I knew that that was separating me from the rest. But in the beginning, it did that, but it was not getting the attention it deserved. So this project, and you get exclusive, I'm dropping the name right before you. It's called, let's go. Look What You Made. Oh. Look What You Made. Look What You Made as far as what? Would you say, are you saying this as far as like society or like hip hop? Or does everyone? Everyone. Like- Look what society made. Look what hip hop made me. Look what love made me. Look what you made me. Look what the hate made me. Look what the 
doubt made me. Look what the naysayers made me. Look what the no favors made me. Look what the no's made me. All of it. All of it. Preach that. All of it. Talk that talk. All of it got to this point. And that's exactly it. I wasn't talking that talk that I earned. I bust my ass, honey. I'll be up two, three in the morning sometimes writing music for the same song. I would trash a whole song, chorus, no, and rewrite it because something else hit me. I don't think too many people's putting that kind of time, that kind of attention, that kind of thought, that kind of love into their craft. And they say hard work be talent, and talent don't work hard, but I got both. I got hard work and talent. No, I mean, I go with it. You have to go with it. I'm proud of you. I'm proud of the fact that's dope that you're able to express that. Um, I look forward to hearing this now. Because I was just like, I think that the title in itself speaks for itself. And it's hard. Yo, it's just simply hard. Like, that's always like, wait, look what, look what you made me. It's like, it's such a, it's such a strong statement. Yeah, that's that face, that yeah, face. I was just like, woo. More you say, more you care. Because you know what it is? You know, it's like, I I feel like that's something I would say, you know, and I would say something like that towards just life. You understand? Like, we all have a, yeah, look what you made me, bro. Like, you made me this person, you know, and and I am who I am at this point. So it's either you love it or you hate it. You hate it, but look what you made. Yeah. Either way, you did this. I mean, so, five tracks. Five tracks. Are they all done? Done. Okay. Mixed, mastered, ready to go. So Clean what, versions for the radio. Holla at me. Now, what um, when are you planning on releasing um this EP? Um, I was thinking about nine eleven. Okay. State of emergency type shit. Exactly. Okay, I like that. So, what are your so five tracks? So, what are we looking at as far as cause the because I feel like the title is such a strong statement now. What am I expecting with your songs? Alright, so you heard me say that in the beginning. I came from real humble, yeah. docile, calm, and kind of a sweet kind of guy. Mm-hmm. Nice, a nice guy. Yeah, okay. But we all know the nice guys finish last. That's a fact. So I'm the complete opposite now. Okay. I'm a savage. Mm-hmm. I'm a monster. I'm a beast. I'm talking that talk that comes with the lifestyle of a nigga who had nothing. Had that nothing taken from him mm. to gain that and then something. I'm rapping with a chip on my shoulder. I got something to prove. This is Jordan's last dance vibes type of shit you're getting on this project. I'm not fucking none of y'all. No more, no sorries, no asking for forgiveness, no excuse me, no pardon me, no yo, check me out, no none of that. You're gonna hear this, you're gonna feel me. The first song is gonna set the text. I can't tell y'all what it is, but I when you Hear it, know how I'm coming. Out of all the five songs that you have on this particular EP, which one would you say would stand out the most? The first song on the project. Mm. And it's called Never Again. Mm. Never Again. How long did it take you to write this? The whole project? Honestly, I was in album mode since like what, November, December? Maybe like January, February, you go to the point we started. Um, maybe three months, four okay. months tops, and to perfect everything, get in the studio, twelve hours. The last two songs I did was done on uh, 
bacteria, fungus, any not, none of that can live either below a certain cold temperature or above a certain heat temperature. Absolutely. And I Everybody know, knows we, that. We need the antibodies for certain... That's what I'm just... Yeah. It, 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 yo, real talk, I don't want to say too much because I don't want them to know. I know the shit I know. But I'll be watching the numbers. We had, what, what was it? A million cases of the coronavirus like a couple months ago in the United States alone. It was like a third of the world's cases. Yeah, yeah. But we only had like maybe 200,000 people die, maybe 150,000 people die. I'm like, all right, all right, cool, whatever. But then we had that same million amount, but it doubled. It was 2 million people now in America who had it. But it only increased, the deaths only increased by like maybe five, ten thousand. 10,000. I'm like, nah, hold up, some ain't that enough. I mean, apparently like a, a lot of the, <laughs> the, you know, there was a lot of false um, Positive, I heard know? that too. I heard that they, people was dying of other stuff and they were saying it was corona. Yeah, I know a few people too. A few celebrities that I know they passed away and I heard it was something else. And at the end it was just like it's corona. I was like, that's fucked up. It is. You know, but I mean, you know, it, it's, it is what it is. Yeah, um, it is. Now, going back to, back to you, you know, um, so Fire Project, the first one that stands out for you, what's your... My question to you would be, what's your writing process? I'm, you know what I'm pu- mm-hmm. curious on writing process is because I know when I when I when I was the artist, mm-hmm. right? I know you didn't see that. Oh, yeah, I'm very observant. For those who don't know, I'm very oh, observant. And he had the ball. Don't 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 act like y'all sleep, man. Don't That's act like so, y'all don't know. Yo, don't act like y'all don't know. You know what? Even before I go to that writing process. Yo, you ever heard? When was the last time you listened to your, one of your old shit? Like, I, I, I dread listening. To my Yo, you cringe. It. I listen to that shit I, and I cringe. I'm, I'm like, like, I don't hear this bullshit. I'm like, how dare you talk shit? <laughs> and you told me this shit was hot. You got a real friend. You got a real friend. This shit is trash. Like, what the fuck? I thought that shit was hot. Nah, but <laughs> yo, yeah. what, what's your writing process? Because I remember. Oh, like when I remember, like there were moments like you mentioned your two, three o'clock in the morning. I remember being two, three o'clock in the morning. I remember rewriting <laughs> you when you said the rewriting thing. That shit fucking hit hard because there was I was there was a few number of songs right. that I rewrote the whole shit, and it was like three times because I wasn't satisfied by it. You know, like I yeah. was like, nah, I can fuck. There is not I hate. You know, so. What's your writing process like? Are you the type Man. that when you get a instrumental, you go off the title, or you just listen to the instrumental and then you just go off what you're feeling? Like, got, what's your writing process? I got a real, uh, I got a real eclectic process. Um, like it's unorthodox and almost everywhere. Like the places that I find that are the most comfortable to write for me are in the dark in my room or in any room in the dark or on the toilet. Like, my hardest bars came from sitting on porcelain. Interesting. Very interesting. And, um, 
the the process of it all is just it, it, it depends on what the, the beat speaks to me. Okay. I don't know if anybody else hears it like I do, but the beat speaks to me. Yeah. I hear the beat and I will listen to it. Depending on what kind of beat it is, if it's one of those real deep mental lyrical beats, I'll just let it play in my head and just write whatever comes to mind. Mm-hmm. And usually that'll lead me on the right path. Yeah. Other times I'm looking to accomplish a certain feeling or get a certain vibe across. So I would have to play it and find that. If I want to put some music about me from the bottom or some struggle shit, it ain't hard to find that. My whole life I've been through nothing but struggling. Yeah. Now that shit is over. All I do is just go back to my mental Rolodex and pull it out and find what I want to use. But it's all just based on the feeling I get from the instrumentation, from the beats, from the drops, from the kicks, from the snack. Every instrumentation that I hear, every instrument on the beat, really does speak like and it all plays a part of being this big old transformer everybody got a role to it. So I'm listening to every instrument individually. Like I don't know how other artists ears are mine is really good. And I got deep headphones so I hear a lot of sounds. I'm looking for the sounds. I'm looking for the sounds that I can't hear. I'm looking for the sounds that What sounds do you, do you I know like for me I'm a strings person. I, I love, love strings. Oh my god. Guitars, pianos, organs, hi hats, those are like my favorite. And if you know how to use a clap or oh, we in a pocket. You know what I'm saying? I'm all, I'm like I love strings and I do I love piano. Yeah. So those are like my two go to like whenever I look for like instruments. So let me ask you a question. No. This is about you. This is not about me. Not okay. When you do hear your strings and you do hear the piano and you listen to your beat, which one of those do you follow first? Do you follow the chords of the piano or are you following the melody of the strings? So again, like how you mentioned, like it all depends on like the mood, right? So like for example, there was a I started writing again um, towards last summer. Okay. Uh, and there was a particular song that I wanted to write. I already right. knew the theme that I was uh-huh. going through. I knew the song, the concept, mm-hmm. but it was finding the beat, right? right? And I, I was hitting up my produ- like the producers I fuck with. Mm-hmm. And number one, I tell you, there were so many beats. There were so many beats. And I was like, I no, know. no, no, no. And I have, you know, if you go to my email, I have so many instruments. So many and notes. I'm like... Yeah, and I was so like, this know. is not it. Until uh, I went, I was like going online and I found the instrumental that I was, it was just that instrumental. So when I was listening to the sounds, um, it wasn't the melody that caught me. Mm-hmm. It was just like the, it was just like the certain, the, the instrument that they had in it, you know, and I felt like I made, although the song, the, the instrumental made the song, but it was me who made that song. Because I, it was just about, at this point, like what made me tackle, what made me go about it was just, it, it wasn't the melody. Because if I, if I would have went towards the melody, then this, I would have been rapping completely, utterly slow in a sense. Like, it was just like, like, it was a very smooth track, but I came in on some like, you know you and you have like an Eminem where he's just is a slow track, Beast. but then he <laughs> just sat, yeah, savage and beat. So that's what I did to it, and it's like anybody who heard this, only a handful of people heard the, the song, and it was just like, yo, they were like, yo, 
the, the track is dope. I, the quality of my, that's why it's not out, quality is horrible. Right. So, but when I recorded it, it was just because I needed to hear. Yeah. But it wasn't the melody, it was just the sounds in itself, and it was just because it fits so well. So when it comes to instrumentals, do I let the strings for that particular, it was just the way I, I felt like it just, it was like a contrast in a sense, like, but somehow some way it still made sense for me. Yeah. Um, like, when, in the past, um, no, it was, I never went by another day. I actually went through, like, by the, the strings, or, like, I actually allowed that to, like, hit me first. Gotcha. So I am, I feel like, because I've always had the ears for when it comes to producing or, like, music in itself. Yeah. And then also I went to school for that shit. So. Right. You learned more, you know. Yeah. You learned about sound. You learned about the waves, you know. Frequencies and everything. So you know, yeah. because I was, I think that's an advantage. It is. You know, opposed to so, I feel like artists, like if you are, you mentioned it earlier, like if you want to take your career serious, start studying music. Yeah. And it's not only about studying your favorite artist, but it's also studying your favorite genre, you know, and understand the growth that is, it's, it's that's happening, the you know? that happening, it's good. Do you find yourself uh, growing with hip-hop? Yeah. Because I feel like so many people were so stuck. And I say this, I say this is your old heads. Your old, like, you have your old heads where they just, for example, my son saying, oh, well, Lil Baby is the Tupac of this ge- generation. I'm like, like, and a, like, my thing is, mm. old heads always want to compare. Mm. Stop comparing. So I feel like a lot of the old heads wants to compare. This is why they're not happy with where music is at now. Because I think Lil Baby's good. I learned but from But I don't think he's no Tupac. No, he's not no Tupac. He's his own, he's... He's he, Lil Baby. He's he Lil Baby. even said it like he wants his own wave. You understand? Yeah. Like he's on he's his own He's got his own wave. Absolutely. And he knows it. Yeah. But I feel like a lot of old heads are stuck to... And they keep comparing. Yeah. So do you feel like you are one of your hip... I'm not saying... I'm not calling you an old head, but I feel like you have your... He's not an old head. You're not. But what I'm trying to say is like you have your... You have your old head and you have your real lyrical artist right, right. where they don't know how to adapt to the right. new music. So right. then you find yourself, since you speak good very highly like on your how lyrical you can be, do you find yourself to be like... A really good question, honey. Um, yeah, I did. At one point, keep it all the way, one million. I was definitely one of them artists who was stuck on that. Oh, I don't hear none of this shit. I ain't fucking with it. They ain't spitting bars or they ain't lyrical. I don't want to fuck with it. Nah, nah. Fuck the mum rappers. Like, I was definitely one of them guys. If any other guys in my lane or ever say otherwise, you were lying ass since. Dead ass, bro. Because I was definitely one of the niggas who was not feeling them because they had the wave and I didn't agree with how the wave was going. And that's all the way good. That's all the way good. Maybe because of the heading of my sister, but whatever it is, that's true. So even on the sober day, I'll be like, yeah, that's why. You know what I'm saying? I definitely was one of the people. Um, I was feeling it into me. Because people like me, we work so hard on lyrics. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Lyricism. Delivery. Getting a point across that means something. That anything else other than that, and that was getting through, you was like, really? I'm thinking about how to change your life, how to do this, how to that. Make fuck with me. Did you fuck this? And keep it real. Oh, it wasn't just what they were saying. This people that saying it, I was buying it from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Niggas like Takashi. 
I'm not buying that. From the beginning, I'm like, he's not like this. But y'all keep believing as if y'all want. And like you all knew, boom. The artistry catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, the artistry and why. You know what I'm saying? So I would never got a, I would never got caught up in a situation after a certain point. Mm. Never. I mean, that's a, I mean, that's a different. Definitely is. I'm glad that you were able to adapt to, um, I learned, I learned with hip hop, not even hip hop, I learned how much hip hop has grown. I was the same way as you, like, I was like, fuck this, hell no, but I was shutting down so much, however, the deeper you get into this music industry, you start learning a lot more, you start appreciating, I think once I started seeing also, like, the performances, and seeing mm-hmm. their energy was just, like, insane. You know, like, it was more rock star-ish. You know, like, with me, I, I don't know, like, I don't, I, I, I learned to appreciate it, and I, where I'm at now, I'm just like, yo, uh, I hate when I hear people saying, yo, hip-hop is, hip-hop is dead. I'm like, no, it's not. It's just evolved. And, and you have your subgenres. Like, at this point, you have to stop, a lot, stop going back. You have your pioneers. You, and we, I, not everybody appreciate your our pioneers, you know. Yeah, we don't we don't appreciate the history to it and how hip hop became this thing where where the, the the minorities had to express themselves somehow, some way, and this they, they turned to hip hop. You understand? Like so, yeah. but I, I, looking at your looking at your growth from the last time, I think the last time you was on the artistry. Uh, I believe it was Jeez. like two, three years ago, right? Oh, maybe four. No. Maybe, maybe 2016. No, I don't think so. I think it was like 2016, 2017 because I was, I, was, I was living in Atlanta and I had just came out down here to visit. I was in Atlanta at the time and I came back up here to visit, um, do something up here and we had linked up and that's when you had your host at the time. You had Oh, yeah, cool. I heard. Exactly. Yeah, so, I, heard my I was in Atlanta at that time. I came back up here and I was around. I moved in Atlanta four years ago, 2016. So, that had been around 2017, maybe. 2016, 2017. Wait, wait, wait. Yo, and you did my first um, SOPs event. I damn sure did. It's the first SOPs Yes. I, I met uh, Mama Kim. Yeah. That show. Um, she played my first single. DTF Radio. Yeah. Shout out to my man Hot Waters, man. Hot Waters, Shout out to the whole DTF movement. Um, yeah, a lot of blessings came from that. that yeah, day. I that remember. Was I'm like, important. yo, like, yeah. it's, I'm telling you, like, the, the history behind it all, like, that's what I said, like, I I look forward to your growth, you know, hence the reason why we toast. The opening to this show was growth. You know, toast, toast to growth, you know, because, you know, you... You're hungry, you're eager, you're determined, you're driven, you know. Um, you're not allowing, you learn to not allow, I had to take some steps back. You mm-hmm. learn to not allow life to get in the way of yeah. what you truly have a passion for. Yeah. So I want to see you continue moving, growing. I want to see, because I'm looking forward to this EP. I can't wait to drop it on, y'all. 
Catches on YouTube, Facebook, or outlets. Follow us, The Artistry NY.